Welcome to the Inside Show. I'm Chad Beter. And I'm Andrew Richards. And today we're going to cover CLR exceptions. Error code E04343352. Wow, you just memorized that. <laughs> I had to think about it actually. <laughs> uh, more cryptographically, um, 4343 and 52 are the ASCII codes for CCR. Mm, okay. And so, debatably, it's the... CCR or RCC, whichever way you. Which Look at Whichever it. direction you read those binary, uh, those bytes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, CLR exceptions, foundation of how the CLR throws system.exception derive classes as an exception. Mm -hmm. uh, don't capture the exception, press is going to crash. So it's as simple as that, really. Right, right. And exceptions are used a lot in, in managed code. Standard metaphor, uh, yeah. Right. So it's a good programming practice to catch any of them, but yep. it, it often happens that people don't. For sure. And then, you know, obviously it's Win32 and also UWPs. Any, any real, it uh, doesn't matter how the environment, the API set you're under, if it's involving the CLR, you know, .NET framework-based applications, CLR exceptions happen. Mm. So uh, when you take a dump file, uh, it, it, the debugger screams at you, hey, by the way, this is a CLR exception. Uh, there is a couple of little variations of this. Okay. Um, there's straight, there was an exception, and that's what this one is here. So let's uh, use the command. The command is print exception, but quite frankly, I'm, not, I'm too lazy to type the word print exception. So there's a smaller one, PE. And what this is going to do is show you the last exception that happened on this thread. And the way CLR exceptions work is they actually um, put the last exception in a, a thread local storage slot, TLS slot. And so you can have an exception per thread. Mm. Uh, a dump file, if it's well-written, will come up on the thread that crashed. Thus, uh, a straight bang PE will be in the right context. Mm -hmm. We get to see the, um, the address of the object. And we'll look at that in a second in a bit more detail. Uh, the class name, which uh, can be either one that maybe is a well-defined one from the CLR, or maybe a bit more broader things to do with maybe uh, Azure-based ones that we support and or the classes that you may write yourself. Then you have a message. Uh, depending on how big the dump file is, it may or may not include the message. Uh, mini versus heap dumps. Mm. Uh, just you know, memory carved. Mm. Uh, one of the variations is whether there's an inner exception. So when you throw an exception, you have the opportunity to attach one within itself in the constructor. If there is an inner, uh, it will show there. And then we have the stack. Right down the bottom, uh, you will get the H result. Um, so sometimes, uh, or usually the, the message relates to the H result, so they kind of uh, you know, relate to each other. Um, if you want, uh, PDE's got a good, um, error code viewer for, um, for exceptions. In this case, it's a well-known access, uh, uh, yeah, access denied defined code. Which is pretty much the same as that uh, message text. Yeah. Now, supplying. the great thing about uh, this one example is whoever wrote this code, which is Games for Windows Live, so this actually dump files very old. It's one of my favorites I've kept around for years, mm. um, is they actually put the path in the message. Which is very handy. Now, if really, um, you should be using an, a constructor of the class that says, hey, pass in the file name, like to a file not found exception. If you do that and use a well-formed one, the hyperlink that you get at the top 
runs a dump object command. So it's roughly same, looking at the same object, but just as a, more of a raw structure. Mm -hmm. All the ones from here, and if you look for this, if you get used to looking for this EDI lock, from here upwards is defined in system.exception. But if you derive from that class mm -hmm. and add a member variable, it will be below it. And so some of these have the member variable and actually will have it as a straight pure uh, object. And you can see this in, the, in this example next to this. Another exception, uh, this one's an IO exception. It says the process died at the other end of the pipe. 64-bit, mm. uh, hence a little bit more numbers here. Same thing, and you can see it here. So here's the end of the system.exception class, and now you can see the next class, which in this case is a system.io exception, mm -hmm. uh, probably derived directly from system.exception, and you can see that this additional member termed up. And so they called it maybe full path. Maybe full path, that's <laughs> the cryptic name. Now in this case, there was no file name in here, uh -huh. right? And so, if you're lucky, and unfortunately in this example we're not, this actually is a zero byte string. Ah. Likely in right there, where it's zero bytes, sometimes you will have an actual file name. I suppose that's why they called it maybe. Maybe. Full path. <laughs> so <laughs> if um, you're lucky, there's a full path. There. Yeah, exactly right. So if you're a developer and you're throwing exceptions that are based on an object, you know, access denied or a file not found or whatever it is, fill in the constructor with the values so it makes it easier to debug later. Ah. Now, in both these cases, the inner exception was blank. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, just to finish off the example set, we have another one here. And in this case, it's a system uh, reflection target invocation exception. These happen as the outer boundaries of a com call. And so, they regularly wrap something else that went wrong. Mm -hmm. In this case, there was a null reference exception that got bubbled up through COM through the reflection APIs, um, and so it got wrapped. The other one that's very, very common, you get this in UWPs, is the aggregate exception, um, which by definition is designed to aggregate exceptions underneath it, right? Uh -huh. And so you'll get this aggregate as the outer and something else as the inner. In this case, um, we've got a reflection example with a null referencing side. You've got the, you know, the long form word of saying this, I can click on this, and now I'm seeing the exception within it. And so this is the line of code. This is my an old favorite media center um, uh, line. This guy had an object reference error. So, you know, something, some function returned an object, it failed, set variable foo to null, and then someone tried to go access foo. Mm. Um, if this was a native application, mm -hmm. you would have an access violation. Uh, in yeah. CLR, it wraps it in, in a CLR null reference exception metaphor. Um, but risky under the hoods, that's what it is. Sometimes you'll see this nested keyword. Kind of think of it as an inner exception. It's, a, it's an artifact of um, the way someone wrote the code. Um, Risically, it's kind of like a peer to its side rather than as a child. If you see this just run bang nested, a lot of the time, you actually are going to get the same object. And in fact, in this example, its peer is itself. Mm. It's just one of those weird situations in the debugger where it has to get around some problems. Mm. And so it models it as a nested exception, which is, like, as I said, like a, a, pair, uh, a peer. So um, yeah, if you happen to see that keyword fly at the bottom, you know, to look at it. Run it and see if it's interesting. Yeah, so the, the best example I know of is, is, is a stack overflow. 
The CLR allocates a couple of um, CLRs or uh, CLR exceptions always, so that it's guaranteed it's, it's available and and can be done. So out of memory, Stack Overflow, and uh, execute engine exception. So the assembler is bad. If you get a Stack Overflow, the bank PE will so show that. Mm. If you do nested, it will show you whatever led to the stack overflow. So if you have an exception that causes an exception that causes an exception and blew the stack, that's mm -hmm. a very common way of seeing that. Mm -hmm. But uh, in general, open up a dump file. If you see um, the CLR spew right there at the start, so bang PE. Bang PE is your friend. And you're done. Awesome. And that All is right. it. All right. Thanks for watching.